right, guys. Retake. Welcome. <laughs> God damn it, Cole. All right, guys. <laughs> welcome to Booze and Banter, episode 16. Sweet 16. You guys remember that uh, that uh, MTV show called Sweet 16? Where all yes, these the birthdays. Yeah, all these, like, ba- it was basically just a bunch of girls that were way <laughs> over from just got this crazy birthday. Crazy cars. So, yeah. But I was we born pretty... to the 16 and pregnant. And they'd be like upset because they got the wrong colored pony or some shit. Well, I was, I was more of a 16 candles guy. Oh. 16 candles. Wow. Sensitive what soft is... side. That oh, is you. Man. Well, it's our uh, sweet 16, um, our 16 and pregnant and our 16 candles episode. Um, we've sweet 16. They like buy cars and we've gotten a car. During this fucking podcast, sixteen and pregnant. I had a baby during this podcast. Oh. Six, sixteen candles, soft and supple. Well, that's just uh, Mr. Lawrence's uh, middle name. So we're we're covering yeah. all of our bases. And it has been some birthdays since the start of the podcast too. So the candles make sense as well. We can just throw everything in there. We can throw everything in there. Um. So like always, we're gonna start with our happies and crappies. I don't know if you guys are ready. Um, but let's uh let's kick it off with Baka Jabbar. I think we're gonna have Mr. Lawrence go last. <laughs> All right. Well, I suppose for my happies, I had a fantastic Fourth of July weekend. Was out on Cotton Lake and drank a lot of beer, ate a lot of good food, and enjoyed the lake itself. Um, so yeah, that that's pretty happy for me. I had a great weekend. Um, for my crappies, one, I did end up with Lake Itch. Which sucks. <laughs> These things are awful. And I hate bugs. So fuck Lake Itch. Where is it at? Everywhere? Is it all over your body? It's just mainly my legs and I have a couple of my arms. But it's nothing too bad. I can't, can't complain that much. But my second crappy is I did is... not get the job at Junkyard. Oh, oh shit. Yes, yes. I thought I would break it out on the podcast for you boys. But um. Yeah, they they had a lot of good applicants, and I'm not really too upset about it. I I knew going in there, I was probably the least experienced applicant that they had, but I had to shoot my shot and ended up with a free beer, and I got to see um the back of the, the actual store itself. So that's kind of cool that they walked us around like that. So yeah. Well, that's a bummer to hear. That was a. Uh... I kind of forgot about that actually, but that that is a bummer. That'd have been a really fun job. It'd been really cool. Yes, that sir. Was, that job itself for like almost any person applying is kind of a moonshot, isn't it? Because you know it's gonna just be like, that's it, that's my fucking job. So that's a yeah. yeah. That would have been a crazy job to get. They had like fifteen and twenty people apply. So <laughs> having never worked in a brewery and recently just getting into the beer scene and understanding more, I'm not too upset about. Maybe I'll try again in the future apply for a different position at another brewery or something but yeah well uh like probably 2025 i'll be looking for my distribution manager so i got um, you but if we have like 20 people applying <laughs> I might have to... <laughs> nah. I'm just yeah. no favoritism here yeah <laughs> <None of it. laughs> uh, what about you fields oh yeah dude it was the fourth july was a good time you know my boy Joey Chestnut, the American hero out there, slamming <laughs> 75 dogs. Oh, that was impressive, okay? No crowd in a 
in a basement, dark, no music going. He's just out there performing. This was the year he probably could have mailed it in, but he didn't. He was out there just chowing down, guzzling hot dogs. Guzzling them glizzies. <laughs> that I, nope. I didn't watch it live. I overslept a little bit, and then I was ruined. The moment was ruined by it's, text. It's history. You expect me not to text <laughs> you about history? That's crazy. It... It it still was a good time watching. I I knowing that he was gonna break the record, it was amazing, man. And no Matt Stoney there, so you know, no competition. So what was the record prior? Seventy four. By oh, Joey Chesta you, himself. Dude, he's just breaking his own records. Uh my negative for the week. Let's see here. Um I don't know, man. I uh, I dropped my toothbrush in my toilet, so that's uh, <laughs> with with pee in the toilet. You know, it was a used. Toilet. Oh. <laughs> I was had one of those one of those yellow let it mellow toilets going on during the fourth because I was drinking a lot of beer, so I didn't want to waste that water. You know, so you keep it keep it around, and then I knocked the to- toothbrush right in there. Luckily, I had another one on, on deck, so I could just throw that one away. Um. Besides that, you know, I can't complain. It was a good-ass weekend. How about you, Nick Boardwell? Well, I got I got a couple happies. Um, I bought a URL for the brewery I want to start um, from a guy in Anchorage, Alaska. Um, we had to go back and forth a little bit. Initially, he wanted like two grand for it, and I said no. And then um, <laughs> I was like, no, no way. How about you just um, give up this URL? Because, like... You know, early 2000s when people just like bought up the internet, basically. This guy bought this URL, had never used it. And so we finally came to an agreement that I will keep the URL active for at least five years. So um, I'll have like $100 into it if nothing happens. Um, But I'll keep it active and then I can resell at whatever price I want if I were to ever sell it. Um, So he got 100 bucks out of me, 20 bucks a year. Um, but I think I got a win on that actually, because if I were to have done it in a different way, um, it would have cost me $1,400 and then $35 each. So I just went straight to the source. And you really got it down from 2000 to a hundred bucks. Yeah, it, it was like, it was like an email chain of like 30 emails. Did you say I, that? Like when you, when you first said 2000, you said that's Baca's last two cars combined. <laughs> no, I, I legitimately said no. And just sent that email and then, <laughs> and then sent him another one. And so, yeah, we went. So anyhow, got that URL. So that's squared away. I also figured out that I was I owned like seven URLs because um, I, I never go into like my database of where all my URLs are. And I own like seven and I was paying like 30 bucks a year on the first of January every year. So I was always wondering like where that money was going, but I had never like tracked it down. So I kind of consolidated all that, sold off those URLs, and now I only have two. Um, so that's, you have that's any, another happy. Any fun names of those URLs that you owned or any wacky names? Or are they all standard? No, I, I own like penguindisc.com, <laughs> penguindisc.net, um, and then like a bunch of these offshoots of like Let's Watch URLs that I just had like purchased over mm-hmm. the years because I didn't want like I had like Let's Media, like stupid shit um, that I, I just like just – put him into the uh, no man's land and the vault like oh yeah i didn't even sell him like i i just let him go so that i'm not going to be charged for those anymore um i got a brewing kit that's the second happy 
Um, so I'm very excited about that. Going to be making a Kona Big Wave um, beer. Talked about that, um, but this is my introductory into grain brewing, so that'll be really fun. Crappies. Uh, not, not really any crappies. Haven't been really doing much, so it's been pretty easy. I've been working from home, which is kind of crappy because we just got a brand new office. Um, but we're working from home, so that's cool. Um, and yeah, how about how about you? How about you, Mr. Lawrence? All right, we're gonna start with the crappy because that will kind of lead us into the happy. I've had a crappy, nay, a shitty last five days or so. <laughs> Um, we were, I was planning on going home, going to the lake cabin, took two, took an extra day off where I was going to go there Thursday morning. I was going to leave to the cabin 4th of July, spend the 4th of July at the cabin. All right. Wednesday night, night before I'm getting ready. I'm just about to start packing, getting ready to leave Thursday morning, Wednesday night, get a text from a buddy of mine who I was literally hanging out with and like sipping the whiskey out of the same bottle with everything tells me he's got Corona. So I was like, oh, motherfucker. Okay. And, I, you know, I'm going to my cabin. It's like 25 of my family members go there. And we're and it's all in, like, a tight trailer cabin. So short, long story short, didn't do anything over the 4th. Well, didn't travel over the 4th, I should say. So went and got tested Friday. I was told it'll take three days to get the results back and they're open Saturday and Sunday. So it's kind of days. Um, so when it got tested Friday, I mean, Jenna and I made the fourth, what we could out of it. I mean, we spent time like outside, but secluded. I mean, we obviously didn't spend time with other people, but we went on like a really long ass walk by the Buffalo river. Um, we kind of just spent time outside in our, like our back. We have like a field in the back of our apartment. We kind of just like brought food and drinks out there and just kind of, her and I just hung out there, um, spent as much time outside as we could, um, but didn't get to go to like a cabin or a lake or spend time with family and stuff. And that's the first time in my life, I think, that I haven't spent time with somebody's either my well, my family, actually, because I always go to my cabin over the fourth. So it's the first time since I can remember not doing that for the fourth. And I still have not gotten results back. They tell you not to call them because they're super busy. I have called them three times because they're two days late. So I called them at three days. Think... They said it takes up to three days. Called them at three days. They said, oh, we don't like, we don't know. We'll get back to you tomorrow. Called them. Didn't answer. So I let it go. And then I called them twice today and they said, now finally after me just complaining, I was like, this is ridiculous. I know people that took it later than I did and got results back already. They said it's just been hectic because the fourth, so they're gonna. They pushed me to first priority, and they'll tell me my results tomorrow morning. But I don't even know if I believe that. Dude, cause... I think they're fucking with you here. I think since they said do not call, you called the first time, and they threw your ass in the back of the line. That's that's what I think. But I didn't call until after three days because it said like it takes up to three days. They said it'll take twenty four to seventy two hours. Were they open? So they were open on the fourth. Yeah, they were. They, I mean, they have to be, you know. But I, we are went these, um, on the third. Are these testing facilities? Are they like adjoined to a hospital? Part of in the hospital? Are they random places? I don't really kinda, know. Kind of, kind of random. It's just a little tent, like a pullover tent kind of thing that's like sticking out from a building, and you just drive through. You, you literally don't get out of your car. You drive through. They like you have to like 
apply kind of online you have to apply for the test and so then they get this little like liquid that you they put your test into um but they get a little liquid with your name on it and they ask like is this you and then they show you like your name and address and obviously yeah and then they grab this about what fucking four inch four or five inch thin little it looks like what you clean it looks like the little yeah pipe cleaners yes that's what it looks like almost Except it's not, the whole thing isn't like fuzzy. It's just like the point or the tip of it. But they shove this shit so far up your fucking nose. You just, you feel it in the back of your throat and up in your eyes and everything. Like you just, and they sit there and twist it around for like four seconds. And then she pulled it out and she's like, oh, didn't get enough. Had have to do the other (laughs) nostril now. So she went up the other, and Jenna's just watching as this is happening too. (laughs) So they do that, and you just have this like tickle in the back of your throat for like two hours afterwards, and it's it's pretty dreadful. I don't want to do it again. I'm sure I'll probably have to at some point. But so yeah, I've just been sitting on the fence waiting for my answers for my uh, for my coronavirus test, and so, kind of just sitting home. Haven't went to work. Didn't go to work Thursday. Didn't go to work yesterday or today. So just been kind of hanging out really not doing a damn thing to be honest so that's really really shitty didn't get to spend the fourth but silver lining um obviously got to spend a lot of time with jenna and we are making some cookies right now so that's positive so when the things in your nose are you paralyzed can you move at all are you just kind of like you can but that you shouldn't like I, i find it hard to believe that there's no way somebody hasn't like moved because it's it's pretty wild they literally they tell you put your head on your headrest like put your head back to your headrest so you can't move back you know because naturally they shove this thing so fucking far you're going to want to move back but they tell you to sit back so then they jam it up your nose twist around for a while take it out and do it again why the hell they got it up your nose? What's what's in your so they are they trying to get to the back of your throat? What are they trying? What's, well, what's the point? something like that? I think I'm not sure because I know there's somebody I I talked to who said they have to get tested every week for their job and they just they can either do the nose one or they can like spit in a cup or something like that and I'm like why can't I just spit in the cup? But I don't know the whole that whole story. But you, you ever have to so, do the nasal one? You think people get addicted to having things shoved up their nose after this? You think that's going to be on my strange addictions after the COVID testing and people are going to start shoving things up their nose to get that feeling back? Yeah, I have they might. 1,000 backup COVID tests <laughs> stored. <laughs> I am addicted. You just <laughs> snort it up and take it out of your mouth. <laughs> just shoving fucking pipe cleaners up their nose to get that feeling back. I don't think I could do that. Like, Dude, I don't. It sucks. It, it would I would be like tweaking and like twitching while it's going up my nose and something bad's gonna happen. Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but one of my old roommates has the COVID. Ooh. Not the one in big not the one by the cities. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, he's got the he had the, he got it last week before the fourth. I forgot about, Damn, forgot about how, that. How how's that going? I think he's fine, yeah. I think he's just chilling at home. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, my my buddy that had it, he said, uh, I've been kind of checking up on him, honestly, just because I'm like, I'm curious if I would get it just to be like what I should kind of be aware for. And he said, like, he said it sucks, but it's really not. He he mainly just said his like, he's really clogged up. 
his nose kind of just like always hurts and he's just like tired and sore. Okay, so, maybe his nose hurts from things getting jammed up there, you know. That's what I think too. That's what <laughs> I think. Your nose hurt? Did he Genesis. lose his taste or smell? I uh, not that I well, so he's he's had two nose surgeries, so I don't know if that counts so towards he him. doesn't taste or smell anything anyways. So. I don't think it really counts. Yeah, you can't he's yeah, and he's colorblind. He's got a lot of issues going on. <laughs> it's Baltimore out there. So <laughs> COVID no susceptible. Yeah. It might have helped him out a little bit, honestly. He's he's getting more taste buds from COVID. <laughs> yeah. But my yeah. fucking Lord. He just said he's tired and he said he's really sore and his body aches, which is the one thing that sucks. Like he just is never energized, but he's been taking a bunch of vitamin C and he still just doesn't have any energy and is sore. So hopefully that doesn't happen, obviously, but we'll see if I don't get the answers tomorrow. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do, though. I'm going to just I don't know. I'm going to lose my shit probably. But anyway, it'll be, two, it'll be two weeks on Saturday. I mean, so. Ultimately, if you feel fine by Saturday, you you're done, right? Well, yeah, week. and that's another Is thing. So, my buddy said that like he started feeling symptoms like the day he got his results back, like that night, and he was exposed probably a week prior to when he got tested. So, I mean, I'm already going on a week and a half since I technically was exposed, and like I said, Jen and I both feel completely fine. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's, I really, if I, if they do say that I'm positive, I'd be very surprised because I feel literally completely fine. Um, and it's been almost two weeks already since I've been exposed. So I don't, I find it hard to think that I'm positive, but I guess I know ne- I'll never know until they tell me, but I don't know if I'd believe them even if it was positive. So I don't fucking know. Oh, that's my rant. That was a long one. Sorry. You know, I completely yeah. already forgot. What was your good part of that? What, what was the good part that came out of that whole thing? The good part was that I made the fourth what I could out of it. Like, we kind of, we... You got to hang out with We're outside, and part. also, we're baking cookies right now. That's the po- Those are the positives. Okay. Are yes. you going to bake this for a while until you get your results back? Get some more cookies and have, have Jenna make you stuff? Hopefully, well, Jenna was exposed just like I was. She's waiting on results, too. She was with she was with the same friend I was that that tested positive, so we're both wait, waiting results. When uh when you told me who the friend was, I was like, of fucking course. I know. <laughs> it was that fucking friend. Like <laughs> that's that's what I said right away too. I was like, oh my fucking god, of course. Like literally, Jenna and I both were like, of course, he got it, you know. But. Cool. Do you know who that person is? I have no idea. No. Really? I've think, never met. I don't think Bach I've met. Oh, Bach what? Well, yeah, I know him. I know him. Oh yeah. Yeah, but obviously we're keeping names out for certain reasons, legal aspects, probably. <laughs> yeah, hip, Well, we don't want HIPAA to uh, come after us again um, <laughs> because we are a uh, medical podcast, so yeah, we have, <laughs> we have to abide by those rules, right? But all right, on to on to different things here. Let's let's move on from this. And, Yo, uh, you got y'all on. see Patrick Mahomes got paid. Oh my god, dude. This. 
a half a billion dollars in over saw, 12 years. Yeah, 10, over 12, 12 years. years. And I saw it was like, it came down to like $96 a minute over Dude. the next 10 to no, 12 years. I, I saw that, I saw that breakdown too. I think, I think the only, I don't think it break, broke down to a minute. I think it, it broke down to 520, $521 an hour or something like that is what it broke down to is what I saw. Because it's 450 mil, right? It's 503 total. Up to 503, yeah. Oh, okay. Then that makes... Sheesh. 503. I don't Andy Reid. I mean, he did something similar back in the day with Donovan McNabb. He signed Donovan to a 10 Andy Reid's going to be dead before this contract's over. (laughs) Dude, Andy (laughs) Reid is going to go down as a top five coach of all time after after Patty gets a few more Super Bowls under his belt. You That's think? like you're really betting on a lot if you're just betting on a few more Super Bowls with that kid. I mean, how much would you pay to get your team a few Super Bowls? It's not guaranteed. It's sports. I, yeah, well, it's not, but you don't. He, he's he's one quarterback in the league that absolutely he's in his own level. He no one else in the league will ever. I don't think the only person. Right now, that has a chance to make anything close to that would be Lamar Jackson, and it's not even going to be that the high. Crazy It'll thing is be that high. how young he is. He's like twenty four. Yeah, he he like when he's done with his ten year contract, he He'll would have, have another... spent like a third of his life on that team. Well, after this, if let's say he does spend all his every year with, like he goes throughout the whole contracts and nothing ever happens. He stays and he keeps going and he's still really good. He'll have another like five year mega contract coming up too after this. Was he, I, I don't know much about football period. Um, that that's a huge contract though, right? Like that's biggest ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By it's far. fucking huge. It's bigger than fucking Mike Trout's. I think it's the biggest sports Baseball. contract in history. Yeah. It's fucking massive. That is, $137,000 a day. Wait, up, right? say that again. Is that, is that right? I think I did the math right. Yeah, $137,000 a day. For what? For one year? Wait, what? Over 10 years or over one year? A, a day. You take $137,000, $137, okay? Take that yeah. times 365, right? Yeah, times 10. That's $50 million. Take that times ten because it's five hundred oh, million. Shit, dude. One hundred thirty-seven thousand dollars a day. Yep. ESPN stats say that uh, five thousand seven hundred forty-two dollars an hour, ninety-six dollars a minute, and one dollar and sixty cents per second. Yo, that's getting paid right there. <laughs> yeah, talk about it. Oh, Just imagine that. In it, you can't. You couldn't even fathom it. What would you do with all that shit? I think $96 a minute is getting Strip close to my work, day, uh, my work day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So he Nick, might uh, have that how those, how those... throwing a football around. Uh, I don't know. We don't, we, don't <laughs> need, we don't need her to be making that much money. No, you, you, you need to start teaching her how to drop back. <laughs> I'm a, what, what I was going to say... Um, Fuck, I can't even fucking remember what I was going to say now because I'm so shook. What are those uh, disc golfers making? They're making that much money? <laughs> they got their minimum contracts are $80,000. Now, they're making like a million like yeah. Yeah, so like the top player is making like a million dollars a year. 
I'm telling you, dude, that's give it. that girl a football. Man, that's just crazy. Like that's like Floyd money, Mayweather money. Dude, Floyd's on a whole different level. But yeah, I agree. He Floyd. is. I think. I think he netted. I think he netted seven hundred million. I think. But isn't was. Floyd broke? I heard he's broke. No. No, I'm he may be sure. cash poor. He may be cash poor, but he's got some assets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm <laughs> talking. I think I think he owes some people some money, and I don't think he has the cash to pay. He's got a fourteen million dollar watch. Yeah, he's a got watch. like ten of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His watch collection is insane. He could, if it comes down to it, he could just start pawning off those watches somewhere yeah, and be he could completely sell those watches fine. for would half watch? what they're worth and still who would be want a fourteen. Dude, I would feel every. I would never wear it out. I'd feel fucking like so I'm gonna lose this thing. I'm gonna <laughs> oh, drop he's it in the he's toilet. Got on Lim. He's good to go. This is. And if anybody steals that fucking watch, they know whose it is. Yeah, exactly. Because I think there's there's only one. So and he he showed off his collection. He's like, yeah, I'm going to I don't even know like Cuba or some shit. He's like for for 20 days, and he opens up these two cases. He's like 20 watches while those 20 days in Cuba, yep. and it's like, dude, fuck, this guy's an asshole. It's yeah. a little ridiculous. Dude oh. slaps though. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. That's a 15-0 in the boxing world can get you. Yeah. That's it? You only have to win 15 matches. 50. 50. Oh, 50. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> put me in the ring. <laughs> We've been dirty. Yeah, 49-0 until he fought McGregor. That is great. I think the only person I know alive that is worth as much as Patrick Mahomes is probably Graham Gano. I think he should. Oh my fucking god! I'm honestly serious. I think a team should have picked him up for about that much, but it's it's fine. Anybody know Graham Gano's net worth? We should look it up. I I know he is uh not to be messed with on the dodgeball field. Net worth and net value are two completely different things, and Graham Gano is worth (laughs) double what Patrick Mahomes is worth. How do you spell Gano? G A N O. (laughs) Exactly. I don't know. Oh, it pops out. Let's see. Come on, Graham. Get, um, just be over dude, ten mil. He is, he is he is so like awesome. fucking minuscule. Gil, it's not even up here, dude. He doesn't even have the net worth up there, huh? Uh, I saw his last his last contract. Oh no, he's wait. Is he still on a team? In March 2018, Graham Gano signed a four-year, $17 million yeah. contract extension. Is, is he still on a team where did he get released and they're still paying him? I think he got hurt. No, Graham Gano never gets hurt. Graham Gano decides when he wants to leave. It's just a fact. In the 2020 season, he'll make almost four and a half mil. Okay, yeah, so... We're, we're dogging four mil a year. <laughs> so Graham should be making about 100 mil next season. If we're gonna pay him what he's worth, just his presence alone—that's that's all you need. I saw uh, I saw Josh McCown. Did you guys see his tweet where he was like, "So is this the same as signing a one-year contract with ten teams?" <laughs> no shit. <laughs> oh my god! I, I so hope football starts when it should. God, yeah. I hope that happens. Dude, it's to be September seventh. Couple weeks from now, we got baseball going on supposedly, supposedly. and NBA. Well, the NBA, like, 
seven of the teams have already had to close down practicing because of COVID. We talking yeah. about practice? Yeah, M- MLS has had to cl- like start stopping. They started back up, and they're already having to s- close down again. They're halting reopens and shit. It's weird because Europe is doing 100% fine with their Premier League starting back up. They've had zero. Their last round of Rona testing, they had zero positive cases. So whatever they're doing. We don't do you think they're uh, social distancing and wearing masks? No, I think they are testing, but with a, a terrible test that does not work. So it just comes back <laughs> negative every time. Wow. We don't yeah, see, if you don't too- test, you never get positives. You get we don't usually get seats. too political on this podcast, but that's down to leadership right there. That is exactly why Europe is doing better. Yeah, because they ain't testing. <laughs> they, 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 they do be testing though. <laughs> we heard how that works. Test all twelve of men, and all the men are come back negative. That's why. Wait, talking about pregnancy tests in men is if you if a man pees on a test and it comes back positive, is, doesn't that mean you have some type of cancer? Never heard this rumor. Anyone? What, anyone have a, any information? On a pregnancy test? Yeah, I heard if a man pees on it. And it comes back positive. It means they have something wrong with them. Like they have a baby inside of them? No, like they like, have like testicular cancer or something. Do you guys know the one man that actually lays babies? Oh. What species? Anybody know? Yes. How does everyone know that? I think that's a good fact. Good little that's fun a- fact for everybody. Lords, that's a fact from like elementary school. Everyone fucking t- tells everyone, everyone needs to know this that it's a seahorse. Okay, <laughs> yep, I am right. If you take up, if you pee on a pregnancy test and you're a man, it comes back positive. You have testicular cancer. hundred percent. That yeah. I'm gonna be well, peeing I... on one of those tests all the time. Yeah, I'm gonna go get one now just in case. Don't ever need to go to the doctor. <laughs> you should consult your doctor after peeing on it, but uh, yeah. yeah. If you put it in your mouth and you spit on it too, you can see if you have the flu. No, that means you have no no, <laughs> no morals. <laughs> yeah. I thought when you dropped your toothbrush in the, in the toilet, you were like, yeah, quick, grabbed it, washed it off, good as new. Dude. <laughs> I, oh, man, like a couple, like an hour before that, I like, laid down like massive shit too, so I couldn't, I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> the shit was still in my mind. I saw it. I saw it like a flashback of the shit exactly where the toothbrush was. So I, you know, I couldn't do it. I had a fucking, I had a tosser. Have you, anyone here ever bought a toothbrush? I've never bought one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of I, course. I get mine from the dentist every fucking year, and I never buy. I use one a year, and you know. How did you have really? one on deck? I was saving it. <laughs> it's a 2006 Spider-Man toothbrush. <laughs> I got like three brushes left on my toothbrush. <laughs> Cole's got legitimately 14 toothbrushes. Just wait. <laughs> like, not even half the left. They're all matted down to like a rug. <laughs> Somehow you're still using the original toothpaste and floss too. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be handed these down to his kids. <laughs> no, see the thing is, the, the less bristles you have, the more toothpaste you need. So it's all it's all a balancing act. Okay. I ha- I still own a toothbrush from 2017. Get the fuck out of here. As a relic, 
Um, it's my Eagles toothbrush that I brush my teeth with every day the Super Bowl season. So it's just in my bathroom. It's there. Why aren't you using that right now for this? I season? I use it during game days. Sundays, oh, okay. so. <laughs> that like thing that. has to be so. There has to be so much dust just collecting on that toothbrush. Dude, okay. now everyone knows how to sabotage you. Every Sunday during the Eagles games, you use that, right? So now I know exactly how to kill you. I don't die. I don't believe in toothbrush-borne illnesses. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Dude, I gotta pee already. I gotta, I gotta go. I'm good. And then oh. there was two. <laughs> and then there was two. Nick, but... I don't know what's going on, but your screen's been frozen for me this whole day. Really? Yeah. Is it frozen for everyone else? No, I can see you. You bobbing and weaving over there. Yeah, it's just it just must be my screen. Yeah, no, you've been good to go the whole time for me. You can still hear him perfectly fine? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, what the heck? Oh, shit. So I, I sent that podcast to you guys, the Drecker Brewing one, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you did. I have not listened to it because I've I not have been not. at work. Those guys are fucking absolutely nuts. Bat they shit. have batshit fucking crazy. They, they literally stated themselves. They tiptoe the line between what is a beer and what is like considered wine and they they have to like basically alter it in the eyes of the law because they're not allowed to sell wine they're allowed to sell beer so they're using like a hundred pounds of literal fruit per barrel of of uh of beer and a barrel of beer is only like i don't know 30 gallons and they're using a hundred pounds of fruit in that and before they were using like 30 and What's what's up, Fields? Uh, I was just without distracting you. I was gonna say, what the fuck are we talking about? We're talking about Drecker Brewing from the podcast that I sent you guys. Oh, and okay. and so they're like they tiptoe the line of like what's allowed because you're not allowed to ferment fruit if you're a brewery. You're supposed to ferment grains and like fruit's supposed to be an adjunct. But they have so much fruit in there, they have to tiptoe that line. And then their yeast they use is called Quebec yeast. And that yeast legitimately can, like, ferment in two days. And that's how they're having so many new beers come out. Like, they wanted 100 new beers this year because they are fermenting with this crazy-ass house yeast that just rips through sugar. Uh, Drecker has gained a massive fan, even though I already was a massive fan. But after that podcast, and he just kind of threw it out there and had no problems throwing it out there like they do, um, it was just fantastic. Like, they're brilliant so since that, since that yeast breaks shit down so quickly it's almost like a like a hyper yeast you could say does that that doesn't lower any quality of anything like that like there's got to be some form of negative since it breaks it down I, so quickly i'm i'm so not all their yeast is kvac yeast but um they're really high gravity beer with gravity as in um sugars in sours the, and such yeah, so sugars in the initial wort um, are used with Kavekis, from what I like understood from the podcast. And it's actually the complete opposite because the yeast is blowing through all of the sugar so quick, it actually preserves flavor of like fruits and stuff like that because they want to make sure to get it off the fermenter fast enough to where the fruits don't ferment so that it doesn't taste like wine. It, it still tastes like that really good sour or really good, like, fruited beer. Like, they're 
Drecker is nuts, dude. They are next fucking level. And so, go ahead. And go like ahead. they they stated that when they came to Fargo with like their crazy ideas, they didn't know if anybody was gonna drink it. So they started with like um like the chamomile beer, pushing daisies, and then they went to like um uh what's the Viking one? The Techno Techno Viking. And then they did the basil sour, purple people eater. And they like slowly just made it crazier and crazier. And then now they have like fucking chunk. And ugh, dude, they're next level. Does does anyone else miss like their small town, small location, you know, just when they were just little, you know? The one that we toured? Yeah, when they were, when Pushing Daisy was like so no. crazy. Like it was a crazy one. And it was like, oh shit, dude, Pushing Daisy. Yeah, they have came a long way. And What's now that? they're huge and just producing, like... The other one. Brain squeeze. Yeah. God, I was thinking of that. Dude, the they have, time. like... How many beers do they have on tap at one time now? It seems like... Like, yeah, like... No, like, no, no. Oh, they one. got 18, like, 20. They got, like, 20. And, like, and, like, at least, like, 10 of them almost are, like, solid. Yeah, at, at, at Brujala, they have, like, a, just a wall of it. Like, just a whole fucking wall. And I do like that because you can see all their barrels. It's exposed. I think that place is super, super cool. I love Brujala. They're brewing at such a high capacity with like such complex ingredients that I think their like next step for them is to become like Deschutes or like some other brand that's just distributing everywhere because they have the science. They the guy it was a biochemist or that's what he went to school for biochemistry, which is like perfect for brewing beer. And so he understands like how the adjuncts are going to work and how like on a molecular level, and that's why they can create the flavor they want to. Yeah, so that's did, that's cool. Did this man work in the Wuhan lab? <laughs> no, uh, he, I don't think so. I think he no, was he, working he at director at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't call him. They they tried the beer, but they didn't. Uh, he missed. <laughs> he missed the phone invitation. He couldn't speak. Chinese. You couldn't Skype him in or anything? No. Oh, one last interesting thing, nothing to do with what we were just talking about, but to do with Patrick Mahomes getting paid. You know the highest, I, I think, this guy, I believe this is right, the highest paid MLB player this season is going to be Prince Fielder? Yeah. Yeah, you saw that? Isn't yeah, that's that funny? so badass. He's making like 24 mil a year, and what is Mike Trout making this year, like? 10 far less than that yeah like 13 i don't know I, mean, I don't know but yeah prince fielder's the dude though like he he retired too early his body just couldn't handle him yeah a, well he got a, it was a it was a career-ending injury it was a neck injury and it forced him out but you got bach or lawrence you guys ever have any prince fielder memories that man was a beast Dude, I just remember him being a just a, a thick boy. Yeah, oh, dude, he was like, <laughs> just hitting dingers he was every time I watch the Twins, just fucking destroyed us. Yeah. <laughs> dingers every time, dude. I uh, that's like the one uh, major American sport that I just don't watch a whole lot of as, as MLB. Thank you. See, Although I stopped watching baseball the day Justin Morneau left the Twins. <laughs> that was ten years ago at minimum. No, that was like twelve years. Ago. I don't even know how long ago. And. <laughs> like it brings it out. You always got it on deck too. Oh yeah, he's always he's always just got that sitting next to his computer. 
<laughs> I am super out. excited about this year's MLB season is because there's less games. Yeah, the playoff baseball is so much different and so it, much better than regular season. It Not might make it more fun to watch. I think so. Every game is gonna matter. Like, dude, ima- dude. so much more. <laughs> Let's have imagine if there was a baseball season, but only like like the NFL season. So how many games does the NFL season have? Like 18 weeks? Six, something like 16, that? 17. 17 like weeks, that. 16 games. Imagine if there were 16 games in baseball before the playoffs. That would be... I don't even know. Baseball is so much different than than football. I mean, you could really just create a bunch of super teams and like your starters are just the guys you lean on every week and that's that, but... Baseball is a different beast because literally you can't control like a shitty infield hop that's gonna like screw up the whole entire game. You know what I mean? Yeah. This year, are they implementing the you have to pitch the three batters? Um, I think so. And then they're also having their pitch uh stop their uh basically DH. it's a shot clock for pitchers. Oh, um, and they're also doing the DH. I know they're doing the DH. For both leagues, for sure. Both leagues. I did not hear that. So I heard that for this year and next year is automatic DH. That I think it's going that way no matter what. I don't think you can stop it. I think it's going to be like that forever now, kind of. I don't really see batting having like much of a negative effect on pitchers, though. Do you? No, but I think it's just more you know, for, like, the average fan. Like, Baco over there, he doesn't watch baseball. Like, if you see a guy hit a home run, it's a lot more exciting than a guy strike out in three pitches. Yeah, that's true. But do you think we're going to have players like uh, Shohei Atone, um coming through and being, like, a really good two-way player? Mm-hmm. I guess we kind of had, like, Carlos Zambrano um, in the early 2000s, and he would jack bombs. And then yeah. now Shohei, he jacks bombs. Like, do you think that pitchers are going to become two-way players? Or since DH is being implemented all across the board, is that just dead? I don't think, yeah, I don't think. I think if pitchers were going to do this, they would have been doing it for years now. Like, baseball is such an old sport, and there's only, like, certain pitchers that they can hit bombs. You know, like, they can hit, but they still don't like, hit up to the average MLB like player. Like Bartolo? Yeah, I hit that one fucking home run. <laughs> Bartolo is a different beast. He's he's trying to come back, too. No he he said he's like ready. Mm-hmm. He's that he man, just put me in, coach. That man's like seventy five years old. He's like at that man is in like the high risk category for COVID. I'm telling you right now, he's a thousand like, years old. It's just like Osho Cinco when he said he'd play for McDonald's a couple it's, years back. It's <laughs> almost just like Mike Tyson trying to come back right now. Dude, you Mike guys, Tyson would knock the fuck out of you. Tell me. Mike Tyson would knock you out. Mike Tyson's been uh, working the heavy bag and sharpening his canine teeth. And I think he's dropped 90 pounds is what just came out. He's looking, he's looking thick, dude. Tyson? He's, he's, yeah. he's looking good. Jeez. Yeah, he's looking really good. He's like, he's quick again, too. Mm. Have you been, his, his workout videos are nuts, but did you see the tweet where somebody was like, LeBron... In his prime versus Mike Tyson, his prime. Yo, LeBron's just built different. Like, no way LeBron no. beats up Mike Tyson Dude, I thought in Joey his prime. That's a that whole out. meme, though. There's, they're going that whole LeBron thing like yeah. for every sport and like yeah. every category. I think LeBron has it because he's just built different. Like, yeah, <laughs> Tell me that's not Joey down to, a, down to a pin. Facts. LeBron just built different. 
<laughs> I would have I mean, to give the edge to LeBron here because he he's just a physical such a physical specimen and she's got the in, in, intangibles that you can't control and Tyson would just get knocked on his back. It's funny because like two of the best athletes of our generation are like LeBron and Tom Brady and they're completely different looking humans. Like different sport of course, but like just completely different looking. It, it just shows that anybody can uh can do well in sports if they it, just really work hard at it. Me me and uh some of my buddies and I this was a long time ago. I think this was like freshman or or I think it's sophomore year of high school actually. We got in a big ass argument like pretty heated actually about um if LeBron James and Cristiano Ronaldo did a track and field event one on one like I think we just did like every single event basically that you could like pretty much think of who would win more and we Riley and I the two soccer players like strongly said Ronaldo would and these guys said LeBron would and like it got heated cuz we were just like there's no way cuz like Ronaldo would win every running event and oh god it just got it got so heated like lebron would win for sure all the throwing like he you would win think, shot but he would win think, jab all that you don't shit think handled. lebron has a chance to win any running events absolutely not no you don't think so no this man's six is, is this man's ronaldo six, the fastest is no, ronaldo he's, the he's, fastest soccer player no he's not but he's fucking fast and but so is lebron yeah, so is lebron <laughs> <laughs> No. Imagine if LeBron trained to be a runner, he would drop weight, which as a basketball player, he's already not heavy, and would book. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. This is why we got a huge argument about it. Also, you guys aren't gonna you guys aren't gonna like this either. Dude, oh <laughs> my god. Oh my god. What? This can't be right. What? Uh, what are you searching? You can't throw that out there and then not say anything. I, I looked see. at LeBron's forty. It said like I think it said four point six. It estimated. I don't. I don't. I think. And then I said Ronaldo's forty is projected at five point two eight. That's <laughs> no. so fucking slow. No. Ronaldo get killed. Ronaldo no. might lose to some linemen. It's his Messi. It's a line. Oh. It does say he's projected a 5.28, but no way. It says he's one of the fastest sprinters in the in the game, top speed wise. But I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't can know. I, uh, well, it, can I throw an athlete in there for this? Yeah. I wanna I wanna three. If you say Graham Gano, I'm gonna fucking kill you. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking better. mute you. I'm gonna throw Jeremy Lin in there. I think Jeremy Lin would probably win every single goddamn competition because shot put, he's got his mathematics degree, so he understands angles. Running, he that man's built for running. That's all he's built for. I mean, he's he might win. You say Jeremy Lin's only built for running? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, you Jeremy know how Lin. slow Jeremy Lin is? I type in Jeremy Lin 40-yard dash time and nothing pops up. That's how That's slow he is. That's because he's so fast. They don't want to sh- they don't want to ruin it. The Dragons or whatever he's playing for now over in China, they don't want to ruin it. Dude, this this is LeBron's 40-yard dash is 4.4. 4. Out of out of college or high school? I don't, it just I think it's all speculative. 
I think. This is, I, but yeah, I actually I, looked up some articles about about this now too. Oh about gosh, the, Le, the LeBron Ronaldo thing. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, I think LeBron has it. I'm just saying that right now. <laughs> they could be a cute couple, LeBraldo. Listen here, guys. Ronaldo has got a vertical too. I want to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Forty inches. You probably have more than that. Have you seen those things they put up in the streets of um, like Europe and everywhere? They yeah. put up these things like. Can you get as high as Ronaldo? They like put a statue or like a picture of Ronaldo, and they put a ball hanging down on a on a steel oh, wire. Why did they have that picture there, right? And then they have the ball there, and then they always show like the fattest fucks jumping <laughs> to try to do it too. So it's like okay, they've never right. shown LeBron trying to do it. Yeah, dude, LeBron's head would probably be touching before he even jumped. All right, so he. Okay, theirs is all in in the metric system, though, so I can't convert all this. No, that's fine. We're close enough to Canada. 71-centimeter leap. I think that's funny. (laughs) That's not very high. No, that's not. That's 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 not very high. That's 28 inches. That's 27.95. 28 inches. No, that was also in goal or in game scoring a header though. That's not just his vertical. Okay, That's let's do in game LeBron yamming on people and <laughs> <laughs> see that vertical. Yeah. How about in game catching an oop? Let's see that vertical. I looked up that about the better athlete and it instantly said Ronaldo hands down is a better athlete. Just want to throw that out there. Well, are you looking up on a European site? Is it .eu at the end of that or what? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, wow. This one here says he is the best. He is one of the best pound for pound athletes in the world. Have you seen Roy Nelson? Dude, Ronaldo <laughs> has a high school athlete vertical. A 28-inch vertical is a fucking high school athlete. No, he okay. gets up higher than that. I guarantee that. That dude, one, I think he 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 can get up higher than anybody else in soccer. It's not even comparable. Yeah, the dude, soccer. Let's talk so about Ronaldo. Should have been playing ultimate frisbee. That's all I'm hearing. He would be good at ultimate frisbee as well. I think he's doing all right where he's at. <laughs> yeah, you would be making like <laughs> That's true. he'd be making like forty thousand euros a year playing <laughs> yeah. ultimate frisbee. Dude. <laughs> I just typed in Ronaldo vertical. Guess what popped up? Thirty inches. No, no, eight point three nine feet. What? <laughs> no, it says two point five six meters. It literally says Christian Ronaldo has an incredible vertical. He jumped eight point three nine feet against Sam Pardillo. Yes, I'm telling you, man, he'd get him. In, he'd get him in a lot of aspects. Sometimes you get those buddies in certain vertical? situations. You get like super strength, super power. He gets super jump. He gets up. Even if I'm being chased by a bear, I'm not jumping eight feet in the air. My ass is up that tree. That is why you're not in soccer, Nick. (laughs) I don't think Ronaldo's been put in a situation that he would have ever had to run from a bear either. Oh, my God. Well, Well, this talk is making me... Ronaldo LeBron thing, okay? Who would win in a fist fight? (laughs) LeBron... (laughs) I think I'm more interested Wait. who would win 
in a uh, beer chugging competition. Can we, do a, can we do an MMA competition so the legs are involved? I feel like Ronaldo's got a nasty leg kick. <laughs> nasty kicks? <laughs> yes, yeah. But yeah. Ron's, like, size 48 shoe is just going to crumble Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, so if, if LBJ is knocking out Tyson, of course he's knocking out Ronaldo. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just think he's built different. Seriously. <laughs> oh my God, I people's infatuation with LeBron James is a little ridiculous. I agree. I used to really like LeBron back in the Cav day, or back, yeah, back in the Cav days, but I kind of got over it quick. It's like, I love people when they're like, I really liked LeBron back when he was with the Heat. I was uh, not a bandwagon fan, but that that's when I became a big LeBron fan. It's like, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, that's when, when I had... became a big LeBron and a big Heat fan. And D-Wade and Bosh. I'm not we bandwagon, though. We got, but then we I got went back buddy. to the Cavs. <laughs> we got a buddy that uh, um, his mom makes really good pho. And he was the world's biggest Heat fan when when Brown Brown was there for a little bit. You know who we're talking about? Yeah. 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 All right, guys. You guys ready to jump into the brew review? I, I don't yes. think we're ever going to have a clear-cut winner in this LeBron versus Ronaldo. If Ronaldo LeBron. can actually jump eight feet in the air vertically, I think he's got it. <laughs> <laughs> just, All right, guys. Go ahead. No, you can Let's get in the beer review. This, this could go on for hours. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, tonight we have four different beers that we're reviewing. First off, I'm reviewing a beer from Bermidji Brewing Company. Um, yeah, it's their espresso porter. It's a rich coffee roasty porter. Um, Bakage Bar is reviewing uh, the chocolate peanut butter porter from Lupulin Brewing. Uh, that's out of Big Lake. Minnesota. Uh, Ten Barrel Brewing Co. from Mr. Fields is uh, called the Profuse Juice. It's a hazy India pale ale. That's from Bend, Oregon. And Revelation Ale Works. Um, that Revelation is, I can't remember. It's a smoothie sour, though. Um, cranberry, tangerine, kettle soured. Um, and then they put lactose in it as well. So, a bunch of different beer. Where is Revelation from? Uh, that's what I'm looking for right about now. So give me a, give me a hot minute, and I'll get an answer on that for you. And if I don't, Bach, feel free to look that bitch up. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start here. Um, so porters are generally the um, more light version of a stout. So it was just, it's a stout first, then porter. Stouts are more stout, so that's why it's called a stout. And this coffee stout or porter is extremely good. It's pretty dark. This is my wife's beer. This is the type of beer she likes to drink. I would say initially um, you get the coffee flavor and then it's pretty smoky at the end. I think they roasted the grains for a very long time. Um, right on the can, like I said, it says rich coffee and roasty. Um, I don't know why they put those three words because putting coffee in the middle just does not work at all. But it is pretty good. I would say that this beer is great um, in the winter. Uh, when you just want to drink a dark beer, it's cold outside. Um, a coffee beer, it's it's really just strong. And it, it tastes pretty decent. Um, Bemidji Brewing Company has some fantastic beer. Um, at the bottom it says, enjoy with brunch, lawn games, and camping. Um, 
And I, I would completely agree. Some cold September camping and you just want a really strong beer to put a little color in your face and get you ready for the hike. Um, this would be exactly what I would want. Um, so is it going in my mini fridge? Eh, yeah, probably. But more or less, it's in my mini fridge because my wife slams these. Um, so these, <laughs> these are great. This is a great beer. This is right up her alley. Um, for a, a lot of people, if you're listening to this and your significant other doesn't like beer, um, that's probably because A, you're drinking shit beer, and B, you're drinking IPAs or some type of hoppy beer. So I would kind of throw them into the um, peanut butter stout, peanut butter porter, the porter and stout area because they're more rich. Um, they're more satisfying as far as a coffee lover as far as a dessert lover goes um so mini fridge yes for my wife me i'll drink one probably once a week but otherwise she can have them nice who's next i'm still pondering i'll go um so we'll just hit it right off the bat with the back-to-back porters here uh i'm have not been a huge porter fan in the past but the one i'm drinking right now is called cpb from Lupulin Brewing in Big Lake, Minnesota. Had to pick it up. Um, born and raised, Big Lake. Probably the only thing good that's ever come out of Big Lake is Lupulin Brewing. Spudfest? Spudfest. Okay, good. Good <laughs> good catch. Spudfest is a blast. But, uh, yeah, this whole can, like, the artwork on it is it's really cool. It, it makes it look like it's uh, a Reese's Pieces. Ooh, that looks cool. It looks like nice. it has like the Reese's pieces is like it's what they're going for the colors and everything. So um, initially when I drank it, I mean, that's like the first thing that they program into your mind. That's what you want to taste is a Reese's pieces. And it's not bad. It's it's really um, I don't feel like it's a beer. It's more like Nick was saying. It's kind of more like a dessert type deal. And it's really good. The The thing on the side says, layers of decadent chocolate and peanut butter built into a rich oatmeal porter makes this beer impossible just to have one. We're not sorry. And I would agree with that. This is a really enjoyable porter. Um, I'm just dipping my toes into the porter water for the first time um, here. And I actually do enjoy it. It's it's not bad. I got to... I gotta take a few more swigs here and really decide on what I like, but the the first few sips were actually pretty damn good. So, well, Fields, let's hear what you have to say about Ten Barrel. All right, so I got I got this profuse juice. All right, this is I I really like hazy IPAs. You know, they're they're always so they're when you get a hazy IPA, they're always so simple to drink. They might be. I don't. They might be training wheels for an IPA. They're so simple to drink. They're so juicy. They're so. They're good. Okay, and I I enjoy them a lot. This is no different. Very orange juicy, um, lemon juice. You know, very tropical hints. Um, with the easy like a normal mouthfeel, no slight mouthfeel. Little, but uh, it also, it kind of finishes with a li- little bit of like kind of weedish, you know, tasting. Besides that, very good, very you know, it's 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 good. It's orange juice. Um, will I add this to my mini fridge? I'm gonna say no. It's good. I enjoy it, but I don't think I can add to. Whoa, is it to me? I'll never say no to it, but it's not 
going to be in the home fridge. Good, but not in your fridge. Yeah. Interesting gotcha. outlook on it. If I told you you <clears throat> could buy a half barrel of it, 15.5 gallons, would you change your mind? Definitely. Oh, yeah. I would <laughs> make that a half barrel to a full barrel. I'll change my mind real quick. Well, you will have to buy two half barrels because 10 Barrel Brewing only sells it in half barrels online. It's it's another one of those. I've been giving a lot of beers with high alcohol percent. It's another 6.5, so I guess not crazy high, but, you know, a good amount. But it's good, just not – I'm not adding it. Gotcha. I guess I didn't say if I was really adding mine or not upon further review – um, I would like to have a couple of these in my mini fridge to enjoy here and there. It's definitely not something that I want to drink um, religiously, but it is a nice little treat. So I think I will be adding it to my mini fridge for here and there for the chocolate peanut butter porter. All right. Um, before I start, Nick, question for you. Um, is it the wheat malts or is it lactose that will give this? It's a very, It's got a, so, a soft mouth feel. And I'm curious what what is what brings that again? Um, like a, you have wheat malts in there. Yes, wheat malts. Uh, it's so, yeah, it's got a uh, pale and wheat malts and a touch of lactose. Um, so that would more than likely be the. That would more likely be the lactose because a grain that gives a soft mouth feel would be like an oatmeal or like a flaked oat. So I'm guessing oh, that would be the lactose. I, I think because lactose is kind of, I mean, it makes sense because lactose is kind of what gives you like that almost like it's going to sound gross, but it's not. But almost like a film in the inside of your mouth. That's lactose, correct? Yeah, that makes sense. Because like what if you have milk or something, it exactly. leaves like a film. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> So I have the uh, the Revelation uh, Ale Works Smoothie Sour. It's cranberry and tangerine. Um, little tidbit. It's got the little tidbit. Everyone knows I love the little tidbits, so I appreciate that. Uh, 5% alcohol. Uh, our smoothie sour, the little tidbit here. Our smoothie sours are brewed with pale and wheat malts and a touch of lactose to add a smooth and creamy body. We conditioned this batch on loads of cranberry and tangerine which balances the scales of sweet citrus and tart berry. And um, it's out of Halleck, Halleck, Minnesota. Halleck. Yes, Halleck. I looked it up. Um, it uh, nailed it on the head. You taste, you just get cranberry and tangerine. Um, I've come to realize that I am a more, more of a fan of um, lactose and tart sours. I don't really like really sweet sours by any means which makes sense because i don't like sweet drinks at all i like a plain whiskey and apparently not sweet sours so i don't i I hate pretty much all wine what was that that. i agree with that the the sweet sours are kind of tough yeah i mean it's like i'd rather just have i mean it's almost like whiny to me in that like it's it's too sweet just too sweet it gives me gut rot but yeah i i feel the same way when i get like a cider that's too sweet you know yeah i I have. I don't think I have found. I think I found maybe one or two ciders ever that I've enjoyed, and I've gotten multiple flights of cider just because I'm yeah, trying it's... to find one that I like. And I think I've actually enjoyed one or two. Whenever I go for a cider, it's tough, especially if you're like at a cidery, you get a flight, you know. But I've never experienced a cider that's good that's like mass produced. You know, it's like 
if it's a little little cidery here or there, you'll find one that's that you enjoy. But that's for, for me at least. I think yeah. with really sweet drinks, though, mead like hits a different spot because yeah. mead is a really good, extremely sweet drink, and it never but, gives me. It did not give me gut rot. The or thing tor- is, like, maybe we just hit a really good meadery. That's because we have really we have low experience, or at least I have low experience with mead. So maybe we just hit a really good meter because like the mead's not mass produced either. So I guess it's hard to compare. But what we had was really good. I thought that's true. Um, yeah. Back to sorry. Back to where I was here. I kind of got lost for a second there. But uh, I I think we agree pretty much on what we we uh, enjoy for beer wise. Cole, I think we're similar. But this is um. Very good, very good. I it's it's got a soft mouth feel. Um, it's got lactose. It leaves like a, a very thin little film almost, which doesn't sound pleasant, but I really like it. Um, it cuts through the sweetness with the lactose, so that's nice. It's really needed if they didn't have the wa- the lactose in there, and uh, the wheat malts to kind of level out the su- the sweetness. It would be way too sweet. Um, but it really cuts back with a little bit of tart. Um, and then the lactose kind of like almost washes it down really nicely. Um, so I would definitely be putting this in my mini fridge. It'd be, uh, a four pack kind of thing to drink, um, in between, um, a little bit of a, more of a, um, lager or, or, or IPA or, or even domestic if you must. But, um, it's definitely not a binge drinking one by any means. Um, but it's going to go in my mini fridge. It's, it's really good. It's, it's perfect, sweet, perfect tart. I really like the lactose. So for sure going in my mini fridge. Hey, if your test comes back negative, I would like to uh, come and switch some cans with you because I got Drecker in the fridge that I would trade with you for one of those. All right, will do. I would, uh, yeah, I would definitely give it a give it a whirl because as a sound, I, I must goes, have missed it. Cole, uh, Cole, where did you say that beer's from? I missed them. I think uh, I missed Halleck. Oh yeah, Halleck, Minnesota. Okay. Yep, yep, Halleck. But they got a bunch of. I looked we... online. They have a bunch of distrib- distributors all around. So. We've uh, reviewed quite a bit of this of that brand, haven't we? From that, that's a pretty small town to having. Yeah, social... yeah, it really is. Um, yeah, we've we've reviewed Revelation probably two or three times. times. I'm 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 two for two on their beers. I had yeah. their uh their grapefruit their Rev Radler was what it was called, and it was a grapefruit Radler, and I really enjoyed that. It was the one that both of them say like drink cold, which oh, is yeah. really really true so far from what I've had. Um, the Rev Radler, you got to drink it ice cold. I mean, it's still okay, but much, much better ice cold. And uh, same with this one. I actually ran ran down and put it in my freezer about 20 minutes into the podcast because I'm like, oh, I got to make sure this stays cold. Nick, so, I think we, we kind of need to do like an Excel sheet of all the beer we review because I always forget. But I, re- I think like I think we've all pretty much liked the was Revelation. It Revelation. Yeah, I think yeah. we've all pretty much liked their beer, haven't we? Yeah. I think so too. And like Halleck's population is 908 people. We so, have to make a trip up there. Yeah, I like and yeah. just go to that brewery cuz like we've reviewed so much of their beer. The fact that they have such a small town and they figured out how to do distribution and get their beer out to like more than just their little town is really impressive and their brewer, their head brewer is doing something right. Yeah. I I actually uh one of my buddies coincidentally the one that tested positive for covid but that's beside the point um asked me just for like a beer he's like i'm looking for just like a nice um 
a sweeter beer. I don't want a sour, but I want like something that's kind of similar. And I instantly was just like, boom, Rev Radler by Revelation, a big can, big crowler, black label. And uh, he he said he likes grapefruit, so I was like, you got to do it, man, go for it. And he thought it was freaking great. So Revelation's definitely doing something right. So I think um, once we hit like our twentieth episode, because um, we did a fun ten episode thing. Once we once we hit twenty, um, I'll I'll create that spreadsheet, or at least I'll list out all the beers, and we should just give her like our top beers, um, because I would be surprised if Revelation wasn't somewhere in there in this in the sour realm at least. Oh, for sure, and that's and that's kind of why also why I, uh, I went ahead and grabbed a sour too, because I was like, you know what, I think the last time I did a a sour was uh it might nope. have been the goze yeah no way goze i think it was the goze yeah yep but i mean not including that did we do a sour during the 10 podcast i think we did at least one. i'm sure that was one in there somewhere yeah I don't... oh yeah we did the uh lagunitas sour that just tasted like limes and salt and that was it yeah yeah was the, the one the that Baca fucking loved i think i love that one yeah yeah, and that's a cheap beer. I don't know why you're not picking that up all the time because I honestly I was probably about ten beers deep at that point and I forgot what it was. Yeah, that's I'm gonna have to re-listen to our own podcast. Yeah, because Baca <laughs> in the podcast he goes, "You're not putting that in your mini fridge." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was, was a good fucking episode. time. Yeah, I think I think there are some little gems that we have found um, as far as breweries go within the last few episodes. Well, last sixteen. One is Distill Brewing. Um, they they make No Way Goze, and then they also have their Hefeweizen, um, and then this one in Halleck, uh, Revelation Aleworks, and those are both like from smaller towns, and just their breweries are their brewers are just next level. So, I uh, I, I applaud them for that. I hope to one day be able to live up to something like that. Yeah, very well. I think it's uh, very doable. I mean. So far, I mean, you're you're not a head brewer, that's for sure. But so far, you're uh, you had some pretty solid beers. So I think I don't think it's shooting for the stars. <laughs> oh, I want to shoot for the moon, baby, not just the star. I'm, Wait, I'm still yeah, upset I haven't tasted this last beer here. <laughs> I don't I don't know anything galaxy. about uh I don't know anything about the space or galaxy because it's all just an illusion and we're living in a simulation itself. But guys. <laughs> That was our brew review again. I reviewed um, the... Oh, Forgot sorry. already. Yeah, I reviewed the Espresso Porter from Bemidji Brewing. That's going in my mini fridge for my wife. Um, Baca reviewed the Chocolate Peanut Butter Porter um, from Lupulin Brewing out of Big Lake, Minnesota. That is going in his mini fridge um, because he wants a little tasty treat at the end of the day sometimes. Mr. Lawrence, you reviewed... The Smoothie Sour Cranberry Tangerine Kettle Sour Ale um, from Revelation Brewing out of Halleck, Minnesota, population 908. And uh, Wellfields Profuse Juice Hazy India Pale Ale is not going in his mini fridge. It was just a little too basic for him. But that's from Ten Barrel Brewing Co., um, which is out of Bend, Oregon, um, one of their 16 breweries in like a five-mile radius. Um, so great review, guys. Do we have any would you rather's to wrap up the podcast? Would you rather know how to play one song on every instrument or learn how to play every song on one instrument? Easy. That is that's pretty easy. Easy. What do you think, Nick? I'm curious. 
I would much rather learn how to play every song on yep. one instrument. Yep. Even though I like to dabble in the other instruments, I just think if you can become a master at your craft on one instrument, then you're you're good to go. It depends. I oh, I actually this is might not be easy. It depends who you're trying to uh, impress. Are you trying to impress somebody at like like one person for like? a long period of time then you need one instrument to play a lot of songs but I'm or if to you're like the world if you're trying to oh, okay then you need one 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 instrument but if you're like trying to impress like a did and you're trying to impress everybody you pick up every instrument you play one different song in every instrument that's pretty impressive because they don't know that you only know one right that is true no, no it's the same it's the same song on every instrument is it not uh, would you rather know how to play one song on every instrument or learn how to play every song uh, just, on just, one instrument? Just so one you could learn a different song for every instrument. That's and like impress the, impress the crap out of everybody as long as like you're not performing, you know? You're like you're just like <laughs> <laughs> even if you're performing, you just have like a twenty song set and you just yeah. play twenty different instruments and you're good to fucking go. That would be insane. But the problem is, is you have to play those same twenty songs for the rest of your life. That's why. That's what I'm saying. It's all about the time period of how long you have to impress somebody and like who you're impressing. Because if you, people are gonna catch on sooner or later. So that's why it has to be quick. Has to be like you have to like keep impressing people with different instruments. You just bring random instruments so everyone thinks you can play every instrument, but it's really one song per instrument. You never repeat. No, no one's getting bored of through the fire and flames on bagpipes though. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's true. I'm just thinking you can't go around with knowing every song on piano. That'd be That's the ultimate true. flex. Yeah. But like, yeah. you, I mean, you or, also or guitar. Can't go wrong with, yeah, every song a guitar. Like, I'm not even gonna throw the saxophone in there because, like, imagine if you could just rip out a fucking John Mayer solo, and like, yeah. if you have a half decent voice, you're good to go. Like, you, you are need the a half dis- decent voice. I'm more of a banjo guy, you know. I don't have the voice, so I think the band, like the like the folkiness of the banjo, really helps. But you know, like you could literally be Mumford and Sons' next banjoist because you know every song on the banjo. Do you know every song that's not created yet? Like you instantly upload, upload to your brain, or how does that go? I think you hear it and you know it. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't so think it matters. It. I don't you think that even matters. Music. If you know every song out there right now, you yeah, know you just know how music works. Yeah, you know the yeah, you know at each point, key, every embellishment, every be ridiculous. Yeah, at that point, you just know like music theory, like the back of your hand. No, and well, you, the thing they is, can literally do say, you play know this music? I'm saying with this scenario, do you know music at all? I think you just know how to, your your fingers start going crazy. I don't think you understand how to read it. You just know it, how to so do you're it. you're basically at that point, you're basically just like Willie Nelson. Like Willie Nelson does not know how to read music, but he can play any guitar solo because he's so good at guitar, he can listen to it and play it. You're like you're good to go. Dave Matthews. Another fantastic guitarist that does. Don't that you as put that. Dave Matthews in the same fucking column as Willie Nelson? You would be surprised. Willie fucking Nelson. <laughs> you first off, there you'll be, be surprised at how good Dave Matthews is at guitar. But no, Willie Nelson and his first guitar off, trigger. Is Dave Matthews a real guy. 
Dave Matthews is one it's of the most Dave famous Matthews singers of all band. time. I thought that was her band name. Yes, it's his band because that's how good he is. <laughs> that's so, so, that's so selfish. It's like, it's like John Mayer. Yeah, fuck. John guy. Mayer. John Mayer legitimately like took over the Grateful Dead, and they were like, "Yeah, that's fine. We're one of the biggest, biggest bands of the '70s, and we'll just give you it." And now that they just tour as John Mayer with the Grateful Dead. Yeah, now it's literally just John Mayer and the Grateful Dead. <laughs> Instead of just the Grateful I Dead. I can't name one John Mayer song. Your body is a wonderland. Your body is a wonderland. <laughs> yeah, that song <laughs> Gravity. Slow dancing in a burning room. I ain't no sixteen-year-old girl. I ain't no. I ain't listen to John Mayer, dude. I'm. Uh, I have no problem being a sixteen-year-old girl if, you, if that's the qualifications. To listen to John Mayer. <laughs> I agree. Baga, what, what do you? What do you? What are you choosing over there? Baga, been no, first off, before you choose, Baga, what is your opinions on John Mayer? I think he's a fantastic singer and artist. I got no hate against John Mayer, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I got no hate on him either. So if if Whit Lowry and John Mayer did a collab, I'd listen to that song every single oh, day. I would too. I like Whit. I like Whit. I've been. I hated. I've been hating on him on on this podcast before, but I like him. I enjoy. You know, him. I've got- I've been hating on Whit too. Um, but one time when me and Baka were hanging out, he's they like, "Listen cried. to this song. Listen to this one song by Lit Whit," and I actually had it already saved. Uh, I don't remember the song though, so Shout but out. I did have last letter when he was no, 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 it was one of them that actually had a chorus. Yeah, it's the one's Nick likes <laughs> with the chorus. <laughs> I like songs so, that give me a little bit of a break from the rapping. <laughs> 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 I need like the emotional relief, and then I can like yeah, listen to him need, rap again. You need a little, a little something to go back on. Yeah, exactly. As something for that I my. Answer, I'm doing um, every song on one instrument. I think you could just become a master of your craft and For basically sure. be the best ever. So I'm doing that. That's actually I would, a really would, good. That is a good question, though, because I do know some people would choose like more instruments. And that was the first thing that popped in my mind because it would be so fun to know every single instrument in the world just for one song. Um but I want to make a career out of this. I gotta. What? Yeah, but then that, that one song could be like "Smoke choose? on the Water." What instrument would everybody choose here? I think I'll go piano. I've, I've always wanted to learn piano, and to be able to kill everything on piano, like ever, would be insane. Hmm. Guitar or piano? I would say. You gotta pick oh. one. You gotta pick one. Okay, guitar. I I think just because we have to all choose different instruments. And then we would make up a super band. Um, oh, that would be a su- if everybody in the <laughs> band knew every song and everyone had yeah. a different instrument. We'd be the best cover band of all time. <laughs> yes. I I would definitely pick up a. I would rip the mandolin. That's like Fuck. the most fun, Fuck, easily dude. the most fun instrument I've ever played in my whole entire life. So you mean that means I have to do the drums? You have to be percussion, yeah. No, you don't. Triangle. I don't want. I'm not a drum dude. I am not a drum guy. You can you can do the banjo if you have like a really good roll on your banjo. A lot of a lot of folk bands. I know you guys aren't well versed. Um, don't have a percussionist. See, that'd be tough. So like, I would. I I I can't do the drums. I'd rather do the recorder. Do the bass. Be the bass. 
Because no, the bass is the harmonica. Oh, yes. I would use the harmonica. Yes. Yes. You could knee slap your way to victory. <laughs> or the spoons on the knees. Yeah. Ed Sheeran <laughs> doesn't have a drum set and he makes his own beats on his guitar. We'd be fine. Nick, I don't yeah. like Ed Sheeran's song, so this is not helping. You don't have to, but the f- he also. Dude, I think I'm a, a hater. I'm hating all these songs, all these artists. Damn, you also dude. hate Bruno Mars. I will not apologize for that one, though. I fucking hate Bruno Mars. <laughs> that that one I will die by. I will stand on that hill. Do you like Jack Johnson? I don't know who that is. Come oh, on. Jack. Jack Johnson is so good. Jack Johnson? I never heard of him. Jack Johnson, Jason Mraz, and uh, Willie Nelson are doing a concert together in Hawaii. That would be fucking so fun. Really? There's one thing that brings those boys together, and that's marijuana. Yeah, <laughs> marijuana. Willie doesn't smoke anymore. He has bad lungs. He, he only eats edibles. Yep. Yeah, that's still marijuana. <laughs> Have you guys heard of uh, when Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson uh, had a smoke-off? Snoop Dogg says it's the only guy he's ever lost to in a smoke-off. Willie really? Nelson's just... I feel like if LeBron faced Willie Nelson in, in a marijuana off, yes. LeBron would win because he's, he's, he's kind built of built different. 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 No, 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 no. Seven feet tall, he's built different, dude. LeBron may not win. LeBron would not win that one, even though he's built different. But J.R. Smith would win that one <laughs> between him and Willie Nelson. I or Troy that. Aikman. That or guy's Clay. eyes are always red. Or Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson might be able to do some damage against Willie Nelson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you th- who do you think the biggest pothead is in, in the NBA? Is you think it's? I don't know. It might be. Could be Jr. The thing is, I think Clay Thompson might be the biggest pothead, but he's just like clean cut. Like he's like a clean guy. He seems. Like, I think he might smoke the most weed. I Clay Clay is the one that's high the most in public. He's what? Like, he's what? He's high the most in public. Like every championship they've won, he's just been blazed off his ass. Also in interviews, blazed off his ass. Like there's literally compilations on YouTube of Clay yeah. just being blazed off his ass. But then like Jr. is was the one that was like backing like marijuana rights for the NBA for like years behind the scenes. Yeah, but I feel like people who are really big potheads. That are so big potheads aren't they don't even they don't back it. I'm saying they don't they don't even back it. They're just like so big that they have they don't see a problem with it either way because like I do anyway, so I don't see I don't think it needs to be legal because I already have such a I'm so stoned all the time. I have my sources and I'm good to go. Like I don't even that's true. I don't even fuss about getting it legalized and shit like that. I mean, honestly, maybe uh, Allen Iverson. He's admitted to his his drug use, but are I'm you talking current NBA players? Jeremy Lin, <laughs> definitely not. He's living in China, a communist country, where he would get legitimately killed. Yeah, he, he only requested marijuana for his salary, and they said, okay. <laughs> Good to go. I bet Kevin Garnett blazed up a bit. Oh, yeah. I don't know how that dude's hood stays on the back of his head in, the, uh, in his <laughs> TV show. Yeah. <laughs> like, always... Here and like well, the makeup, the makeup has to keep that. They have to ask, use like that. What we gotta ask you, Baka Jabbar? How do how do you, like hood and hat stay on the back of your head like that? Because you <laughs> are the resident. So, it's just double sided tape. It all it all comes back to like 
the LeBron debate. It's like sometimes you're built diffy. So oh my god! I was built diffy, so I was able to keep it up there. You know. The only oh. time I ever wore hoodies, like, religiously was during college so that I could just put it over my head and just, like, sit there and show the professor that I was absolutely fucking miserable the whole entire time. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, other than that, I, I wear, like, crewneck sweatshirts after I graduated. Just yeah, I started wearing a lot more crewnecks after I graduated, too, honestly. Hoodies are just, I don't know, hoodies are nice for having, like, headphones and shit. problem is, for me, hoodies are always... They're not long enough. When I wear not hoodies, crew necks. Crew necks are they're always shorter than hoodies for some reason. So whenever I get a crew neck, it it's it rides too high. So I put my hands above my head and it fucking my yeah. belly. You gotta get them big, man. I I don't get. I always get them like two sizes bigger than I need, just so they're baggier. That's probably what I should do it. Cause I always get like sweatshirts that big, but I never do crew necks. That's probably my issue. I'm, yeah, I'm dude, just get them baggy as shit, and they're way more comfortable too. Like I just I only get like fucking double xls now just because they're so nice double xl jesus dude they're nice baggy they're not because well, when you wash them they shrink like a size and a half you gotta wash your clothes <laughs> <laughs> shit well we got it we had another one uh uh i was gonna say what are the odds would you rather or what I, I mean, we have been recording for almost an hour and a half. <laughs> I do yeah. not have another would you rather today. I, I, I saw the time limit, good. and I cut her off. Yeah, that's probably good, man. We've been recording for a while, so. <laughs> would you? <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather record for another hour or be called the little bitch? Okay, I got one would you rather now because it just popped in my head since we asked this question. Oh, boy. It's not a would you rather. It's. How would you? Okay. How would you? Imagine would you? you are sentenced to death. How would you want to be put to death? Oh. Lethal injection. Le- lethal injection is off the table. Wow. Down my sleep. What are those uh, big blades that come down? Guillotine. guillotine. I would like the guillotine. I feel like that would be mean, pretty quick and painless. No, a lot of people say you have consciousness like when your head's off yes, your body because they, they know it's there. There's a bunch so like, of reports. Like a minute or two. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of reports of this is back in like I don't remember like the 1600s. Okay, so they had a lot of guillotine. This is like when the guillotine was popular. Okay, there's a bunch of reports where people's head gets chopped off, and they still like blink and shit, and they still like have. Yeah. There was one guy who got killed for I can't remember. He was some scientist, and he he was like. Trying to overthrow the church. I don't really remember what's going on, but he said his last defining act was he was gonna blink as long as he could after he got get, after his head was chopped off to for science, you know. So like his subordinates were like recording it, and they said up to they were every time they said his name, he would blink up to thirty seconds. Yeah, because the oxygen can't leave your brain as fast as as they would want it so your brain is still working like the neurons are still firing so you're good to go isn't it the craziest thing is every time you have no idea if it was painless you don't know you said he died so fast it was painless. you don't fucking know it was painless it could have been the most pain of his life and he died of it how would you how would you die okay you know like getting tied up i'd do firing squad 
I'm I'm saying I'm getting tied up between four horses and pulled no, apart. That sounds uh, like the worst possible choice you could actually <laughs> I choose I chose guillotine, but like what if you don't rip the first try? Who who <laughs> no, used to, you always do, dude? Those we used to do that all the time. The Topman Khan, what the fuck's his name? Genghis? Yeah, no, Genghis Khan. Kang- not Genghis. It wasn't Genghis Khan, was it? No. Other that would tear apart people. Was it Genghis Khan? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they Genghis say. Genghis Khan in, uh, did a lot of fucked up shit. So I'm gonna assume, yeah, you know, I assume he did something like this. Yeah. Who was? Was that who that was on uh, Night at the Museum when they yeah, did that? That's the only reason why I know that. Oh that's really? Sandler. No, not Adam Sandler. <laughs> Fuck. What's that actor's name? That's uh. Oh, oh my ben god. Stiller. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Yeah, Ben Stiller. <laughs> Whatever happened to Ben Stiller? His dad died. Yeah, I fucked him up. Ben Stiller was on Friends, guys. I just saw a Ben Stiller movie. What movie was that? Meet the Fockers. Meet the Parents. No, it wasn't that. No. It no, was, oh, there. Starsky and Hutch. Oh, <laughs> god. I watched that one the other night, too. <laughs> yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So his dad died, and he just, like, went down. Have you guys, speaking of, like, uh, fucking comedians, have you guys watched uh, Space Force? Yeah. Yeah, I'm at halfway through it, and I stopped. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it, yeah. It wasn't it's, the best ever, but it was good. It's exactly what you would think a Steve Carell yeah. would be. It is, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> it was a mix between Office and Parks and Rec. Like, all the fucking characters. Well, I mean, in the, isn't that the same writer? For all yeah, three of them? it was. It was, yeah. yeah. I love Steve Carell. He's probably my favorite, like, comedian actor. Steve for... Carell is hit and miss for me. I... I'm not that way. Steve Carell is always a hit for me. I think like Will Ferrell hit and miss for me. Uh, Will Ferrell oh, I agree with that. is more of a hit or miss than Steve Carell in my opinion. Who's the I, uh, I agree with that. For did you guys watch Will Ferrell's new movie? No, I don't no. think it looks good the at Sherlock all. The Sherlock one or look... No, the one on Netflix, right? With Rachel McAdams, like yeah. the Icelandic. I have no interest. Oh, Rachel McAdams is in it. I might have to watch it. It's awful. It looks so bad. Is it? That that was one of those movies that you turn on and you're like, okay, it's a it's a Will Ferrell movie. So like, I might have to get halfway through it and then it's gonna start just getting fucking hilarious. Never hit, never hit, and then it ended. And there was like no apex to the comedy. It was just like flatlined yeah that's what it looked like dude adam sandler's just putting out dog shit movies now <laughs> have you guys seen what's that one where he's like a a uh not a gangster but a uh the uncut, uncut gems? gems yeah have you guys seen that one i like I that one I, is it good I thought it was okay i didn't I think it. it was as good the ending People... the ending was shock value you're like holy fuck. yeah i didn't i i that was probably the best part we're talking about adam sandler yeah I think this is not a popular movie at all, but one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies is The Cobbler. I think I think Wait, the shoe guy? Yeah, I think that's a pretty funny movie actually. And like, I like I did the enjoy story that. Storyline The storyline makes no sense. 
because it's Adam Sandler and like the fucking <laughs> pic- the pickles are what keeps everybody from like shifting bodies I've and shit. I've never seen this movie. What the hell are Dude, you talking I, about? I tried to watch it one time and just I shut it off because I didn't know what in the there fuck was, was going pickles? on. There's pickles? Yeah, there's pickles? like there's like half sour pickles. <laughs> it's like based out of New York. His like dad is gone. His dad has been like so there the elf. whole time. It's like elf mixed with something else. No, I mean, I would say give it a watch and like watch the whole thing because <laughs> storyline is so weird. You're just trying to like keep up with it, and it's not super. It's not super easy to keep up with. But um, last last comedian that I really really like from the '90s and he is dead. Chris Farley. Chris Farley is my dude oh, from like Chris Farley. Boy, Black yeah. Sheep, like. None of his movies, none of his shit ever gets old. Like if he was still, if he was still alive, I think Adam Sandler and Chris Farley and David Spade would have made like some hits. But it's right a now. thing; it's I all what dying Spade. or leaving on top. Make what makes you so great. Like Adam Sandler, like he was a star. He still is a star, but he was killing it for a while, and then he just keeps putting all these shitty movies and everyone's like oh it's he he also uh he also directs and produces a lot of movies that are yeah he has too. he has his own like uh movie companies like the, it's called like adam sandler or whatever yeah the, they had a i guess he produced a a funny ass movie on netflix with david spade called the wrong missy and that movie was fucking hilarious so dude i don't know i can't I can't get behind David Spade. I don't know. I just his but, characters are never. But if oh, you, never did. but like if Chris Farley was still alive, you would get behind David Spade because they, yeah, because he carries it. Chris Farley carries David Spade. No, it's Dave. It, it's the fact that David Spade has just that stupid fucking humor, and then Chris Farley just has really good timing. Yeah, and like okay. so yeah. much of their <laughs> so much of their movies were improv that like they had no clue. Like the fat yeah. guy in the little coat. I agree. Um, with, like Chris Farley came out and like Tommy Boy with the David that Spade's coat. Guy in a little coat. Yeah, a lot of that was improv. Like they didn't know that he was gonna just walk in with that. Like that is just. I Dude, don't know. I watched. I did. I watched like a big like twenty minute video on YouTube. It was like Chris Farley getting interviewed. Not Chris Farley. David Spade getting interviewed about Chris Farley. And they showed a bunch of those clips and just David Spade talking about. His time with them and like they were fucking good friends, you know. And like they, they, it, 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 it did hurt him a lot when fucking Chris Farley died, and it, it, it ruined, not ruined, but like changed a lot of like who he was. I mean, uh, it's Chris Farley did way too many drugs, and that's what it came down to. Well, like, he did a lot of drugs. He ate like he treat his body like shit but he lived his life and he died so yeah i think think, um i think improv this is back to the improv thing i think improv is kind of what depicts like a great actor from a good actor leonardo dicaprio i was gonna say leonardo dicaprio heath ledger and johnny depp are all known for doing a lot of improv and uh those are three great, like the whole Joker thing when Heath Ledger was Joker and he blew up the hospital. That was improv. Yeah. The button wasn't working, and that mm-hmm. was crazy. And like Johnny Depp in um in Pirates Two in the second Dead Man's Chest, the whole like 
his whole like I've got a jar of dirt because he has Davy Jones' heart. That was improv. Like they had no idea he was going to do that, and he did. But that's just such like a Johnny Depp character. Guaranteed, he always does fucked up characters, but that's just because he does them so well. You know. Well, a fucked up dude. That's why he does those characters so well. He's there's he something like dude. not quite all of there. You know, there's something wrong. Like not wrong, but something different. You know, he's a good guitarist too. Do you know that Nick Johnny Depp? Yeah, he plays in he plays in a band. Yeah, he was uh, here. He was at this uh, the uh, fucking what's the hockey rink in Fargo? Uh, a Shields uh, Shields Arena. Yeah, he was at the Shields Arena. When? Uh, like playing guitar years ago with his band. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. What the hell? That Dude, cool Leo. Which, well, like then Leo, the last actor you said there, Cole. He's such a good actor. L- Leonardo. Yeah, I didn't respect. Leo, crazy. I didn't. I didn't even think about like I. I didn't really think about anything until like I start, Someone said like he's such a good actor. And I started paying attention like to every movie he was in. I was like, Dude, this guy. This guy's yeah. Fucking different. That, he's that's why. Um. Who do you think can act better, Leo or LeBron? Let's see. I think LeBron got some. LeBron's <laughs> yeah, well, built Leo's, Leo's built different, but um, that's why was it two or three years ago? There was the big thing about how Leo hasn't won an Oscar yet. Yeah, or, uh, yeah, yeah. It was because like he was in so many. Uh, who? What won him it? Was it Revenant? I think it was who, the Revenant oh, that got him. It was him, Revenant, but... which was a fucking crazy movie. Phenomenal. Like, dude, he like he absolutely... actually. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, like no, you go ahead. <laughs> Like, he actually <laughs> fucking slept in a dead carcass. He actually <laughs> ate fucking raw meat. He actually swam across a river and actually got hypothermia. Didn't he actually, like, bite into a, a cold bear's heart or whatever, too, yeah. and all that crap? Dude, it was nuts. real. That dude was <laughs> that that. a movie, man. That was Leo trying to survive. You guys Give wanna... me my fucking Oscar. <laughs> that was, uh... That was Jen and I's first date we ever went on was The Revenant. Oh, really? my God. What yeah. A I didn't think it was that old. I thought it was only four, like four and some, four and a half years old. Really? Wow. Yeah. Time flies. Yeah, we still we still got the movie ticket. I'll send you a snap after this. This is romantic. Me and Ash went to uh, Footloose, the uh, remake. That's pretty good. That's how long ago. Dude, I just <laughs> watched the remake of Footloose with Jenna, like, for the first time, literally, like, a month ago. It's not even good. a month ago. Yeah, it's not bad. We also went to 300, the second one. <laughs> Wait, the second one? The second 300, yeah. I thought there was 300 and the, the parody of 300. 301 no, no, or no. whatever? No, no, no. There's a, there's a second 300. Was it good? From what I remember, yeah. It was very good. What does that mean, Nick? What were you doing? Too busy you smooching the lips in the movie theater <laughs> to remember what was going on. No, I, I, I was legitimately thirteen. I was too afraid to do that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was. Baby uh, uh, came from. What? Is that where what? This baby. <laughs> the the baby just <laughs> incubated for ten years. It's been brewing. <laughs> the oven that's why, was that's ready. That's why she can hold her own bottleneck. She's just a superior being. <laughs> she really is. She really is. Um, so to wrap up this episode, I just wanted to, uh, well, take a moment of silence for Heath Ledger and Chris Farley, two uh two souls that are gone way too early 
And if we can all just give a little toast to them, um, just, just, just cheers. A lot of cheers. Beer, but yeah. All right, guys, that was episode 16 of Booze and Banter. Again, we reviewed from Bemidji Brewing Company the Espresso Porter. I'm putting that in my mini fridge. Feels reviewed. I got I got to pull it up real quick. Profuse juice. From Temporary Brewing Co. That's not going in his mini fridge. It is a hazy Indian pale ale, though, if you want to try that out. Really, really good uh, training wheels beer, according to Fields. Uh, chocolate peanut butter porter um, from Lupulin Brewing out of Big Lake, Minnesota. Came from Bakkage Bar, and he's putting that in his mini fridge for a treat. Um, and then Revelation Ale Works, Halleck, Minnesota, Population 908, Smoothie Sour, Cranberry and Tangerine, Mr. Lawrence, going in his mini fridge. That, that was our episode, guys. We we had a lot of random conversation. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good catch-up. And uh, thanks for listening. Um, until um, next Heath, time. Heath Ledger and Johnny Depp are, are both uh, very different, very similar to the MMA and the NBA. They're very different. So keep that in mind. And uh, who, who, fuck off who? Fuck off who, Fields? <coughs> fuck Samuel Adams. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys.